With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello to your beautiful toe tube. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, a writer from The New Yorker gets fired for doing the nasty to himself during a Zoom meeting. Michael Jordan's coming out with self-lacing shoes. Maria Bakalova from Bora breaks her silence about that Rudy Giuliani scene. And one of you puts me in check. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Princess, and that was Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar, Wild 94.9, The Crystal Rosa Show. A-plus, Poppy. What are you up to right now? I'm actually watching a program on Veterans Day today, yes. Aw, that's nice. What do you have to say to all of our veterans that are listening? Thank you very much to all the veterans, all the sacrifice they've done Period. (laughs) Period. For real. Thank you so much to all of our veterans who fight for our country, who are so brave to do the things that us everyday civilians are not brave enough to do. Yes, I agree. And with that, all veterans, God bless your hearts and God bless America. It's Wild 94.9. So yes, like I said, happy Veterans Day. I actually don't know anyone in my family that has served, but I do have friends and family of family that has served. So I, I just, again, have to reiterate that it is so brave. Everyone, anyone who serves in our military, that they put their lives um behind ours us regular regular people it it's really such an honor to be able to live in a country like this in a free country like this even though i know sometimes we get very discouraged because we are not perfect but ultimately uh we do stand united and i do love and i know the privilege of being an american so yeah go america Um, also I haven't had my dad on. I didn't have my dad on yesterday because I actually, we had a Ava Max like takeover for the first part of my show. So I did not just call, I just didn't call him. And Monday, I remember I told you guys that I'm in a little argument with my dad and I didn't really get into that, but it was, it was kind of just about how my dad's been very snappy recently. And especially because my brother and I got in a fight, you know, like a week ago, um, yeah, a week and some change ago. Uh, I feel like my dad kind of took his side and I just really didn't, I just did not like that. And my dad sometimes comes into conversations that I'm having with my mother and only hears like a little bit of it and then gets really riled up about it. And it's something that he's working on and something that I'm working on too, being patient with my dad. But we kind of were just like butting heads and he was, he was just kind of like, a Grinch to be around sometimes, but that's how family is. Like at the end of the day, you know, no family is perfect. You guys know my family is definitely not perfect. I don't know how your family is, but us families, we fight and we get into it sometimes and then we talk about it and then we make up. And my dad and I, we'd never talk about it when we make up, when we make up fights. Like he, he's just, he's a person who like, whenever I go into a room and we're fighting, he'll just like shake his head. <laughs> And it's really funny. And I'm just like, okay, I need to leave. And we didn't talk about our little argument or our, you know, 
bad vibes to each other. But today he just called me. He was like, yeah, there's food at the house. Like, come over and come eat. And I was like, okay. And we're over it. Like, that's how me and my dad get over our fights. We're just over it. And then I left. And then I was like, hey, papi, I'm going to call you about Veterans Day today. And he was like, all right. So that's how me and my dad make up with fights. My mom and I, like, very easy. I mean, my mom goes in on me sometimes and then she'll send me like a Miha, you know, I love you. I only do things because I care about you. And it's always true. Like anytime my mom and I get into some type of argument, it she's always usually right. So um, that's what that is, too. And a little update on my brother and I, I actually ended up taking down the podcast that about him and I getting into that fight where I said I was going to cut him off because I even said in the podcast I wasn't going to cut him off. But uh, my mom was very hurt that I kind of aired out our situation and he was not there to defend himself. And ultimately I do think that that was kind of wrong too. I was very, very hurt as a lot of you guys heard. And I should have like waited a day or two to record, to record that because, um, it just wasn't fair on his end for me to just kind of put him on blast like that. And my mom was saying that, you know, we all have bad days. Like none of us are perfect and your listeners are biased towards you. So even though they don't technically know who he is because he's not on socials and stuff. Like, it's just, it's not fair. And you're, you're besmirching his name and you're making him look like this terrible person and terrible dad, which isn't true. And that is, it's true. Like, he's not. He's not a terrible person. He's actually a really great dad. She even put it perspective for me. She's like, Miha, like, some dads walk out on their families. Like, your dad has, your brother has done an exceptional job on taking on the responsibilities of his son. And you really painted him as a terrible, terrible person. And I was just like, I didn't pay him. Like, that's how he came at me. And I was just saying the truth. And she was like, yeah, you were saying the truth, but, you know, your truth. She said, but he didn't have, he wasn't able to defend himself. That wasn't nice. And you do know that we are all family and we fight. And it's just, it just wasn't fair how, what you did. You know, you chose this life. He didn't chose this life. I told you over and over again, like, like, please be respectful to us. Like, ultimately, you know, we're going to all love each other and make up and, um, you should just you should have like waited a day or so before you spilled all that tea, Miha. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, you're totally right. Uh, I'm sorry. So yeah, to my brother, I apologize. I love you. I know we do get in fights. I know you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. And it would be unfair if you kind of like went out and just like said all these things about me and I wasn't able to defend myself. And um, that's why I deleted that episode. But ultimately, like I said, my brother and I are cool. We're like really like as if nothing happened. I know how he is and um, I do understand that he has boundaries that he has to set for himself and I also can't assume that people are on the same page about what I want to do. So that's what's going on between me familia. <laughs> now let's just get into sharing the cheese This segment is where I talk about celebrity news, what's trending, going viral and all that jazz. Yo, have you seen this? Did she just? No. Really? Oh my God, look at this. I can't believe it. We're sharing the cheese man. We sharing the cheese man. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, we is. Okay, this first story, I think, is the funniest story of 2020, I believe, that I talked about it before, but there's like an update to what happened, and this is pretty epic. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few months ago, the New Yorker had to suspend one of their authors and legal analysts by the name of Jeffrey Tubin. Do you guys know what happened with him? Basically, he was on a Zoom call, an important Zoom call, with the New Yorker staff and some people from CNN and some people from WNYC Radio. And during the Zoom call, you guys, 
did I say Zoom? Whatever. During the Zoom call, you guys, he, with the camera on and with the microphone on, was out here canoodling himself. So not okay. Like, like, oh my God. So the New Yorker did not know what to do with what to do with him at the moment. So they had just quote suspended him, but now they did fire him. And he did in a tweet today explain. He said, I was fired today by at New Yorker after 27 years as a staff writer. I will always love the magazine. We'll miss my colleagues and we'll look forward to reading their work. My question is, how the heck do you bounce back from this? <laughs> like, this is so embarrassing. Apparently, he thought his excuse was that he thought he was on mute and he thought his camera was off. Is, like, uh, hello? How, sir? When you're on a Zoom call, like, you can see your face there, right? I don't know. I don't go on too many Zoom calls. Maybe, maybe I'm on one once a week. Um, for the most part, if I have to talk to people or do business with people, it'll be a FaceTime. And for Zoom calls, like I do do Teams meetings sometimes with my boss. And we do sometimes have like an entire town hall meeting. That's what we call them where it's like everyone on staff is part of the meeting. <laughs> I would be disgusted if one of my coworkers did this on the Zoom call, honestly. And I, I, it's so inappropriate. Like you can't do this on your own time. Like why do you have to do this on company hours? Yo, <laughs> would you want your coworker to get fired over something like this? Like, I definitely think so. Like, that's just so disrespectful to all your other coworkers, to everyone's time, to your own self. Like, just not okay. Oh my gosh. And on top of it, it wasn't just his coworkers. Like, these are other clients on the call. CNN was on the call, apparently. And like I said, that news radio. So, oh. Uh, Yes, I'm sorry. He deserves to be fired. I don't even know why that was a question. Like, if it was a woman, right? Ladies, if it was us, like, switching out a bra during a Zoom call on accident, you, we would be fired. We would be fired. This guy's over here exasperating himself, and he got suspended for a few weeks, and now finally is fired. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm doing way, 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 way too much, um, and... Just not okay. Like, I would definitely want my coworker fired. What about you? Let me know what you think on all socials. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. Now, this next story got me so hyped. And listen, you guys, I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm not even gonna like front. Like, I know about sneakers and no numbers and things like that. When I was younger, I thought that I kind of liked Jordans because all the guys in middle school like Jordans. So I was like, oh yeah, Jordan's cute. But like, mmm. Not really. And even recently, like last year, I kind of started buying some cool sneakers here and there. Like I bought my first pair of Air Maxes. Um, and literally that was just because I was talking to a guy. What a shame. Like I'm just ill. I'm cringe and I'm gross. Anyways, like I said, I don't know a whole bunch about sneakers, but I do like what I like. And when I was growing up, my dad would always play Back to the Future for us. And you guys know those Nikes, that sell, those self-lacing, self-tying Nikes were like the ish. And I remember when Nike finally came out with a real prototype of them. I was so butthurt because a regular schmegular person like you and I cannot get our hands on those. Like they only made a very, very limited amount. They're like thousands of dollars and only like big celebs and like millionaires have the, the few Nikes that are out. But Jordan, the Jordan brand finally 
is coming out with their own self-lacing shoes. And they are so cool. Like, they are lit sauce. They're called the Air Jordan 11 Adapts. And they're dropping December 30th. Rumors are saying that they're going to cost around $500, which is not at all in any ballpark of price that I'm ready to drop on anything right now. However, I I need these. Like, I need these. And some of you guys are probably like, you don't even care about sneakers. Who cares, Crystal? Like, why are you trying to, why are you trying to get a pair of shoes that you don't even care about sneakers for? Listen, like, yes, of course, I'm not a sneakerhead, but like I said, I do like what I like. And at one point I tried to get the Concord 11s, but then one of my friends talked me out of it because they told me that with the 11s, cause the bottom is kind of clear. It turns yellow sometimes and gross. And I have seen that. I have seen guys and girls that wear those Jordans out and they have the the clear sole and then they turn like a musty yellow. I, I hate that. I don't like that. I suppose that happens with what I've heard is that it happens when you don't wrap your shoes and it gets exposed to air. And I'm like, what? That makes no type of sense. Anyways, um, I got <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me at the Jordans that I have. I have the Air Jordan 28s. <laughs> Some of you guys are like, what the heck is that? <laughs> they came out back in 2013. And they're pretty much, this, they're like the weirdest Jordan ever. Like, go look online. Just type in like Air Jordan 28 Stealth All-Stars. They're a funny looking Jordan, but they're so cool and different. that I was like, I kind of have to have this one. Basically, it's like a boot. It's It's a... Okay, it's a Jordan with, uh, it goes up to like the top, top, top of your ankle and it's like a boot. So you unzip it on the front and you can fold down and around the sides. The sides are like cloth material and it looks like a regular shoe. <laughs> it looks so odd, but I remember seeing the Jordans and I was like, oh my God, that's so freaking cool. It's like a boot and a shoe. Like I need those. And I convinced the guy that I was seeing at the time, what am I, what am I, I don't know, to get them for me. And I like still love, like I love the way they look. They are very, very different. It's a good basketball shoe. The only problem is this, after the second time that I wore them, they started squeaking so bad. Like legit, it's like there's a duck quacking every step I take on each each foot so I cannot wear them because I get so embarrassed they are so loud and squeaky I'm like what the heck but um I just looked online at them and like some reviews and this hurt my soul on freshness on one of the sites that I saw that was reviewing this shoe on freshness freshness it gave it a two out of five <laughs> they're funny they're black and then you unzip the middle part and it goes down and then it's a lime green inside like a tongue and the laces i think they're really cool but i cannot wear them like i said um and those are the only pair of jordans that i have thus far so I, when i was younger i used to play basketball i played like for cyo shout out to cyo if you guys know what that is catholic youth organization it's in the bay area and um i don't know if i told you guys this story but the first time that i played on the team i was in the first grade and i believe and my mom had bought me basketball shoes from Payless. I, I think I've shared this story before. My mom bought me basketball shoes from Payless. And I still remember they were blue and white because our colors were blue and white. And they were Shaquille O'Neal basketball shoes from Payless. And it was probably the second quarter. And 
my foot started flopping up and down the court because the sole of the shoe unglued itself from the actual part of the shoe and I was just like oh yeah that sucks like I'm gonna keep playing like I did not care like it did not phase me at all and my tío which is Esteban my little cousin Esteban's dad was my whole family always went to all my basketball games my tío was like Sandra how dare you get my niece Payless basketball shoes. Like, look at her looking like a hot mess on the court. Like, you just, you're embarrassing me. Like, get her off the court right now. And she's like, I'm not going to pull her off the, the court right now. Like, in the middle of the game. It was so freaking embarrassing. Well, I didn't really feel like it was embarrassing. But now hearing, like, you know, hearing the story back and, like, thinking about it now. Like, that's dang, that's so embarrassing. And I remember I was in the car and I was able to just rip off the bottom sole. And it looked like a like a boxing boot because <laughs> they were, you know, I, I don't know. I don't remember if they were high tops or not. I, I want to say they were, but, but maybe they weren't, but it looked like, because it was just the, imagine just your shoe without the sole part of it. It looks so funny, like a boxing shoe. And ever since then, my mom had bought, like my, my Theo was like, you need to get her some Jordans. You need to get her some Jordans. And she was like, okay, geez, like chill out. So ever since then, whenever I had basketball, my parents would buy me Nikes or Jordans. I think I had K-Swiss for a little while. And then um, I remember my first cool pair of Jordans. I want to say I was in the seventh grade or sixth grade. And I got the Carmelo Anthony's. And I thought I was so freaking cool. Like I was like, hey, nobody going to touch me. Like I'm going to be over here missing these layups. But I got me the Carmelo Anthony's on. I thought I was so fresh. And I remember one game we were get, going against St. Jokum, St. Jokums, yes. And there was this girl who played and she was the best. Like she was so good. And she's she's so lit. I wonder what she's up to now. Like she was such a sweetheart. Um, her name was Brianna. And I remember I showed up to the game, right? And Brianna had <laughs> she was flexing on all of us. She had one color Carmelo and the other color, the other color. So she essentially had two. Two pairs of Carmelo Anthony's and she had one one color, like the black one and the other one, the white one. I was like, this girl's out here just really like putting me to shame. Like, what do I th I just want to just quit. <laughs> that was so funny. But yeah, that's my shoe experience. Other than those Jordans, the 28s that I have, the other expensive pair of sneakers that I have and the most expensive pair of sneakers I ever bought were the Air Maxes that I have. And um, I didn't even know they were Air Maxes when I bought them. I was just like, oh, these are hella cool. Like, I'm going to buy these. And uh, when did I buy them? I think last year or the year before. And I, th I think I'm hella cool whenever I wear them. I'm like, ooh, like, who's a sneakerhead out here? Like, okay. And I, like, know nothing about sneakers. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my little splurge. The those Air Maxes. Air Maxes are so dang expensive. They're, like, over 100 bucks. Um, And that's the most I've ever spent on shoes i know some girls are rocking the red bottoms i'm not there yet ladies and gentlemen um but yeah that's me and will i spend 500 on these shoes i'll i will definitely put on a credit card i will definitely put it on a credit card i'll definitely pay that off um <laughs> but i really really want to get my hands on these self uh, self lacing shoes so if you know shoe plug in the bay or if you know shoe plug anywhere that can hook me up and help me get these like i don't need a discount i don't think that shoe plugs do that like shoe plugs just get you the 
the shoes, right? Um, I am a size seven in women's. And what is that in men's? Like a four or five? I don't really know. I don't know that conversion. But yeah, if you guys know a shoe plug, please let me know on all socials. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. I really want these self-lacing shoes. They're on the site. They look sick as heck. They look like Concord's lightweight, but leveled up. Go check them out, lacrystalrosas.com. Are you about this? Do you care about this at all? Are you about shoes? Not really. What's like been your splurge? I remember two or three Christmases ago. It must have been three Christmases ago because I remember I wasn't making money like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a Christmas gift. And I bought myself some Steve Maddens. And I love those pumps. They're just some black, simple, cute Steve Madden pumps. And those are my go-to. Like, I love those pumps. Um, Steve Madden, like... I have a few pairs of Steve Madden. They go hard, and you can get them at Ross or Marshalls. I, I see them a lot at Ross. Um, you can see them at Nordstrom Rack because, you know, if you go to Steve Madden, they're they're kind of expensive, like usually 60 and up. But you can go to Ross or, or TJ Maxx or Nordstrom Rack. You can get some Steve Maddens for, like, 25 bucks. And honestly, out of the, the, the a lot of shoes that I've tried on, Steve Maddens for me are the most comfy. So that's just me, ladies. That's just my little tip. I don't know. What about you? What do you like to splurge on in the accessory department? Let me know. You know where to find me on everything at La Crystal Rosas. So by now, I've given you all enough time to watch Borat 2. If you have not watched Borat 2, you're playing with yourself. You're playing with your heart. You're playing with your mind. Like, it literally uplifts your spirit. You need to watch Borat 2. It's on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, let me know. I'm going to try to get my ex-boyfriend's account login so that he can... We can let you borrow it um, because he 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 played me stepping stone. He put all my devices on his streaming platforms, but he didn't give me the passwords. <laughs> so it's like I'm on everything. I just don't know the password. So if you need Amazon Prime, let me know. I'm gonna try to grab that from him. Anyways, we all know by now Borat 2 was so lit and one of the most controversial scenes has to do with Rudy Giuliani, who was once New York City's mayor and now is one of uh, was one of uh, the president's advisors. And a lot of people do not like Rudy Giuliani. I honestly don't know too much about him and his history. Not going to lie. But after watching the Borat movie, I think he is a creep. Creep alert. Now, in case you guys didn't see, I'm going to break down the little scene for you guys. Long story short. I can't even believe this is like a real thing. <laughs> But the point, the premise of one scene of Borat is that his daughter, who is 15 years old, is supposed to get with a United States diplomat to kind of mend the relationships between America and Kazakhstan. <laughs> and in like one of the closer to the end scenes, the daughter played by an actress who is not 15. She's a little younger than me. I think she's like 24. Yeah, she's a little younger than I am. She is a Bulgarian actress by the name of Maria Bakalova. And a lot of people were just praising her. Honestly, she is a queen. Like, the situations that she had to be put in in these, in these scenes. And if you guys don't know the premise of both. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're at basically it's him, the actor, um, Sasha Baron Cohen, and he goes into these real world situations. He's an actor and pretends to do all these things, but everyone else, it's real. Like it is real life. So basically he is the father of her. She's 15 in the, in the movie. And he sets up a interview between her and Rudy Giuliani. How they set this interview up. I, I don't know how they set these things up, but they do just an immaculate job and set up an interview with Rudy Giuliani and she does look like very young still. She doesn't look 15 during the scene. She looks definitely like of age. I, I would say she looks like 21, 22, right? But she is explaining that she's very new at this. And this is her first big interview. And um, oh my gosh. Once the interview wraps up, she like follows him into the hotel room. And he starts unbuckling. And right in that instance, Borat comes in and what what looks like to me kind of like saves her from it getting to a next level situation. And that's what it looked like to all of us. Like it just did not add up why Rudy Giuliani is in a hotel room with a young lady who is presumably over 18 um, oh, mind you, she's definitely conditioning him. Like she's definitely flirting with him and touchy with him, <laughs> like priming him to like, you know, do the deed or whatever. And they get into the room. And like I said, he gets on the bed and he go- goes backwards. And what he says, according to Rudy-, Rudy Giuliani, is unbuckling his belt. Now, we have not heard yet of what the actress is saying what she feels, Maria Bakalova, but now she did finally speak out. She said, Sasha jumped into the room quickly because he'd been worried about me. So um, if I were late, I don't know how things were going to go, but he just came in time. She has broken English, so that's why it kind of sounds weird, but basically she's saying that everything happened pretty fast and Sasha at the right time came into the room right when... (laughs) Rudy was unbuckling his pants and she, and then she was asked in an interview like what do you think would have transpired if Sasha did not go into the room and she says what do you think he was gonna do she says I saw everything that you saw she says if you saw the movie that's our message we want everybody to see the movie and judge for themselves <laughs> dang that's a great that's a really great response and it's true like yo if you were to see the movie because she was pressing him so hard, like flirty, right? She wasn't touching, she wasn't like touching him down nowhere, but she was like touching his shoulder and like touching his knee and stuff and, and laughing. Afterwards, when all the like mics are over and it looks like the interview interview is done, it does look like he's ready to do some with her. So once again, Rudy Giuliani tweeted right when the movie came out. He said, at no time before, during, or after the interview was I ever inappropriate. If Sasha Baron Cohen implies otherwise, he is stone cold a liar. But Sasha responded basically just saying, go watch the movie for yourself. You'll see, like, you you guys see everything. So 
Then in the interview, Maria was asked if she was nervous. She said, yes, I was nervous. My heart was racing. But Sasha was like, you should be nervous in the situation. So use your nerves, convert them and accept them. And they're going to help you through everything, which I think is really great advice from a mentor like him. He, with his first Borat movie, which was crazy AF. He's been through this, done that before. And with his show as well, he's done situations like this. So mentoring someone younger than him, I think those are really great, a great piece of advice because in that situation, yeah, it's nerve wrecking as heck. And for her, you could see it in the movie that she's playing off of that. And it looks great. She says that at the end of the scene, Rudy Giuliani ended up calling the police saying that like, you know, he didn't feel comfortable and he, and he felt like there was like people who were lying on him and they were intruding. She said, I was kind of scared that something would happen, but fortunately we escaped. <laughs> um, she refers to Baron Cohen as her non-biological father and said that during tough times of filming, he would always make her feel safe. She said, we'd be, we would be talking a lot about different scenarios. How should I act this way or this way? What should I do? What is the smartest way to go about this? But in all of the scenarios, I was confident that Sasha will save me and he will save the scene. So it's not going to be a disaster. He is my guardian angel. Um, and she was asked if she felt bad or had any remorse about Rudy Giuliani being widely ridiculed for the prank. And she says, movies like this are showing people's true colors. It's going to show Rudy's real character. You're responsible for your own decisions. So no, I don't feel bad. <laughs> what a queen. I, I love her. Like, what a dawn. Like, she is amazing. Um, her responses in these interviews were just so straightforward and honest. And I'm happy that she, you know, spoke her truth about what she thinks about the situation that she's telling people to go watch the film. You're going to see for yourself. Definitely watch it. Like I said, if you haven't yet, and it's true, like movies like this, where people are one-sidedly playing a prank on someone else and the other people are just doing what they need to be doing. It does show people's true colors and you are responsible for your own decisions and you never know who's watching or what you're, you're involved with. So be on your A-game at all times, ladies and gentlemen. I've shared before the podcast that there was one, one instance years ago. I was still a server at Pasta Pelican. I thought I was on the show, the Candid Camera show, What Would You Do? And I tried to interfere in a situation where a guy was screaming at a girl in an argument in a car. And the guy was like hella mean to me. and was like, you should watch your mouth and mind your business. But I was like, sis, are you okay? Like, are you safe? Like, are you good? I didn't do it because I thought I was on the show, but I, in my head, I was like, could this be a show? Like, is this real life? And it was real life. Uh, cameras didn't pop out at me, but I did want to make sure that my this girl I didn't know was good. And again, this just goes to show and that just a little example of no matter what, like you got to do what's right. You got to do the right thing. Don't make yourself look dumb in a situation ever because you never know what could be happening. Man, if you saw the movie, what do you think was going to go down? Like, do you believe his excuse saying that he was because he was just saying that he was tucking in his shirt? I do not believe that. And he it just it was creepy. I did not like it, but it is what it is. So bravo, bravo to her, Maria Bakalova, for giving us a beautiful performance. I cannot wait to see what else she does. I'm Crossing my fingers for a Borat 3. 
All right, y'all, now it is about that time to head into my cave. Crystal's Cave is this segment where I talk about me, my life, and sometimes about you guys, too. We'll get into that right meow. Hello? Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. Hello, hello, hello. So the fun thing about this podcast is that it is an interactive podcast. So when you guys have opinions or feelings about things, I am here to hear them and then we will chat about it. So I have two DMs that I want to get to. The first one comes from Yolanda. Hi, queen. Thanks for listening and for hitting me up. You said, hey, Crystal, I just listened to your I went on a first date episode. I can hear your mixed feelings about dating, not dating, and stepping stone. I remember being in your shoes at your age. If I could have talked to 20-ish self then, I would have said, take more than a deep breath. You don't have to have the answers today or tomorrow, and that should be enough. Crystal, relationships don't have to be difficult, especially in the dating stage. If it doesn't feel right, then let it go. I remember my feelings being all over the place, not just about relationships. And I definitely gave myself permission to be alone and be good with just myself. Almost six months after that, I met the man who became my husband. When I was least looking, I found the right one. Keep growing and stay positive because even at 35-ish, LOL, I'm still working on myself. Sending you positive vibes and love ya. Oh, thank you so much, Rhonda. Like, literally, that is so beautiful. And... You're totally right. You know, I think that I think that the reason that I'm I'm having these, you know, internal battles with myself is like of like, okay, should I still be you know, keeping along my ex stepping stone and I'm going on dates, but I don't know how I feel about that and I think it's cuz there is a lot of pressure for us women uh, and for all of us to, you know, settle down and to be in relationships. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of primas my age, a lot of my friends are in relationships. I can see that they have found the one. And being, you know, me and my age and not really having found that, I think yet it is, it's kind of a lot. But thank you, Yolanda, for that message of just, you know, reassuring me that it is okay to just take a deep breath and just do whatever I feel like I want to do. And I don't have to have the answers today or tomorrow. Like I am still figuring it out. And it's comforting to know that at your age too, just we're not even that far apart, but um, you're still figuring it out as well. And I think that's the beautiful part of life. Sometimes I get really in my head about things, but a lot of these things and issues that I'm having, you know, they're they're not bad. They're not crazy. So, Yolanda, I really appreciate that message. And again, I really appreciate you for listening. Another message from one of you guys, Lizette, you wrote me. Hey, Crystal, I love your podcasts, by the way. I, lis I listen to your podcast and I think you're being very contradicting and unfair to Stepping Stone. You're upset that he took a photo with someone with a matching costume for Halloween, but that's something you would do in a heartbeat with someone else. Plus, you are seeing and talking to others. You can't be mad at him. If anything, maybe tell him your true feelings. Maybe it's best if you guys do make things official. It's just a listener's point of view. Love ya and peace. Oh, Liz, first of all, thank you again for listening to the podcast. Thank you for this message. You know, it, it that is true. <laughs> Like, I think it is unfair that I'm over here going on dates and that I'm over here 
you know, like getting mad at him when we're not official. Like, that's why this is complicated. Like, this is tough. And Liz, you're supposed to be on my side. What the heck? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, it it's not like I don't feel guilty. Like, I feel less guilty going on that date knowing that I did not like him. But and don't want to go on that, like, don't want to see him ever again. Um, I think the date really was, you guys know, a, a, just a retaliation of him posting that photo on Halloween. Like, it made me feel, like, very insecure. And that's not okay. Like, none of this, I think, is okay or healthy for me in my growth of self-learning. Um, and, yes, I think... <laughs> I was, I'm going to say, um, I think when he comes to visit <laughs> this month, I think that it is fair for us to have that conversation because, you know, I really thought that I was going to be able to be detached and I thought that it was going to be easy for me to just kind of like do my own thing when I'm here and have him do his thing since he doesn't live here. And then when he comes and visits or if I go up there, then we can just act like, you know, no time has passed, but that's not real life. That's not true like that's not being authentic because he does have a life without me over there I do have a life over here without him and if he's telling me like you have nothing to worry about this this and that it's like I can't say the same to him because as soon as he acts up there he has something to worry about and that's not fair to him um ah this is really tough this is really really tough and I'm still gonna kind of go day by day about the situation between my ex and I because you know like today like I was today I was just like so excited about him making plans to come visit me and him telling me that he has a surprise for me waiting in the mail because he knew that I had a tough week a weekend or whatever and it's like that shouldn't that shouldn't be the thing that's like making me happy you know and going back to what you said Yolanda like it is true that I really just need to kind of like do my own thing. And I was doing my own thing for the most part. And then boom, he came, you know, like I reached out to him during the pandemic, during the summertime. And it is definitely interesting. This journey that him and I are on this situation ship. Um, yeah, like I am on dating apps, but I really am just swiping and I don't even have any intention on like messaging guys. Like it's it's so weird that I go on dating apps, right? I'm like not attracted to any guys. Like no matter what the guy looks like, like I am not attracted to anyone. Like sure, I'll swipe. But as soon as they message me, it's like I don't even want to talk to you. Like I I, I don't know what it is. And I think... I really do think it's because I have stepping stone in the back of my head. Like if I didn't have him in the back of my head, I would be more open to talking to other guys. But I think I'm kind of holding myself back because I don't want, I don't want to start anything new right now, like at all. And that's my own comfort with my ex stepping stone and what we kind of put ourselves into right now. Um, and I don't think it's healthy and I am going to make an excuse. This is just a really dumb excuse that it's cuddle season. It is cold season. So just during the holidays, if I could just have my ex stepping stone here and then right when New Year's starts, <laughs> if I could just full forest, just, 
you know, focus on my New Year's resolution, which I don't even know what it is yet, but whatever that is, I'm just going to focus on that because I have a lot of great stuff coming up in the beginning of the year and I want to be able to give my full attention to that. And I know that I won't be able to if I have stepping stone in the back of my head. So Liz, thank you for your comment. You are right. It's unfair and contradictory of me to be expecting this of stepping stone, but then not reciprocating that energy back to him. And I think I just have to figure it out because it is true. Like he would not appreciate or like if I'm over here talking on the podcast about like me going on a date because he posted like, like he, he'd like went 10% with that photo on Instagram. And I went on, like I went a whole hundred percent going on a date with a whole other guy. And that's just like, what is this? Like, what am I doing? This is not okay. <laughs> this, and I'm like not laughing out of enjoyment. I am laughing because I'm embarrassed of myself. Like, this is not okay. And going back to what you said, Yolanda, like, it is okay that it's not okay, I think. And um, I'm just going to have to like figure this out. And oh, I feel like things were just so much less complicated when he wasn't in the picture because I just really didn't give a who and I just did whatever I wanted and I talked to whoever I wanted and did whatever I, and didn't talk to whoever I wanted. And ugh, boys are just, just energy sucking vampires. I hate it. Like I hate that so much that my podcast has really been focused on him and, and all that, but this is what it is. And if I'm being honest with you guys, this is what is it's all come down to. And, um, I have a lot of self-reflection to do, honestly. I have a lot of journaling I need to do. This is pretty much my journal here talking to you guys. But I have I need to pray more. <laughs> I need to pray more. I need to talk to my mom more. I mean, I have already talked to my mom about the situation. And she thinks that this is really going nowhere. That, like, why am I trying to get involved with someone who doesn't even live here? And sure, if it brings me happiness for, like, a week out of the month or whatever, that's great. But... Then it comes with all these complications that I just really, I don't need. I don't need, but I'm doing it to myself. And I had tried to cut it off with him and it just did not work for either of us because we're both just weak individuals. And, and I'm going to see. We're all going to see. We're all going to see what happens here, okay? We're all on this journey together. Like with you, Queen, who messaged me with some advice in last night's episode. Um, go listen to last night's episode because it was a very interesting question that she had regarding this guy who was just being wishy-washy to her. And you responded to me. You said, hey, Crystal, I heard your podcast just now. Last night I did call him and I did cry. I took charge and asked him to leave me alone. I told him that he's toxic to me and that I don't need that in my life. I was crying because we dated for 10 years and I always loved him. We recently reconnected because he reached out to me. I never looked for him. He did the searching. I know what you said was right. If someone wanted me around, they would invest so much. Thank you, Crystal. Oh my God, what a queen. I responded and said, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. Stay strong, queen. I know it's hard, but you have to put yourself and your heart first, which is so true. Man, she really did that. Like setting your own limits, Telling him, hey, this behavior that you're giving to me is not okay and I need to detach from you and just leave your sorry arsh was the best thing that you could do, queen. Honestly, like I said, yeah, people give you the affection and attention that they see you as. And if a guy or a girl isn't giving you attention, affection, any type of love in general, um, if you have spoken to them already about your love languages, if you guys don't know what that is, basically 
there's like seven different love languages and we all like to receive and give love in different ways. And like some are like acts of kindness, some are gift giving, some are quality time. There's seven of them. And if if someone's not giving you any of those ever, it's just like, okay, you're not prioritizing me. You're not meeting my needs. Why do I have to meet your needs? Why am I always answering when you are calling? But when I need you, you're not there. So if you find yourself in a unreciprocated situation, then you ha- you you are in charge of your own limits. You are in you are the person that lets people do things to you. You know, you have control of how people treat you and how far you let people go with you. Um, and that's, that's sometimes, sometimes we need to be told that sometimes we forget that I forget that. So don't forget you're in charge of your life and you're in charge of the limits that you set with the people that are around you. And if people are out here just acting like buffoons, then just, just kick them out. It's easier said than done, but it is going to work out for you in the long run. Avid. Valerie. Oh my God. I love this message. You hit me up. You said, Crystal, I love listening to your podcast super late, but I was just listening to the one where you said how I feel about cheating. You, uh, you couldn't find celebrities or any girls that have famously cheated on guys. Britney Spears cheated on Justin Timberlake with Wade Robinson, the dancer. I just needed to put that out there. <laughs> Yo, was Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake a real couple? Like I know I was... I was in elementary school when that was happening, but I feel like they weren't even a real, I feel like that was just a staged couple. But I mean, y'all know better than I do because y'all are probably in there like swimwear about the tabloids when that was all happening. So I guess that is a famous woman cheated on man couple relationship. Interesting. Dang, Britney Spears really cheated on Justin Timberlake. That's what y'all are, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right, y'all, that is about it for Crystal's Nightcap tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out and your comments and advice and questions are always welcome. You know where to find me on all socials. I'm at La Crystal Rosas. If you need help or going through an interesting situation, even if you want to stay anonymous, you know where to find me. Just hit me up. Snapchat is the best um, at La Crystal Rosas, but I also respond to DMs. And we have our own IG. It's called at Crystal's Nightcap. You can hit me on there as well. Monday through Friday, I'm live here on Wild Honey for Nine on your radio or on the free iHeartRadio app. I'm on multiple markets across the country, so check out my socials for which ones i have a new vlog out me and the baby go to a pumpkin patch and i'm on a pa, my grandparents my abuelitos and my little cousin esteban so go check that out on our youtube i'm at la crystal rosas and it's on the site as well la crystal rosas.com everything i didn't get to and more is up there as well please rate the podcast five stars leave a nice little comment it helps me out yeah thanks so much you guys i love 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 you and i will see you on the next one Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.